Hey, this is Zen Perry. Thanks for listening to the Zen Perry Project. I have a few requests of you before we get into the show. First is go to Zen Perry Project, Z-E-N-P-E-R-R-Y Project on Instagram. Give us a follow. Second is make sure you follow and turn on notifications for our episodes wherever you listen to the Zen Perry Project. And third is share the show with somebody. Maybe send them an episode they'd be interested in. Without further ado, here's the show. Thanks for listening. Would you like to hear Breaking North ad-free? Become a patron today for bonus interviews, giveaways, and much more. Support spreading the word of your favorite creators. Head over to patreon.com slash breaking north. There is not a person out there that wouldn't like to learn to play the drums. Learn to play the drums from a working professional over Zoom. It's never been easier to book an affordable lesson than going to zendrummond.com. From seasoned professionals to those who haven't made the leap to buying their first kit, learn to play your favorite music. Head on over to zendrummond.com to book a free consultation. Are you a musician that wants to finally finish those recordings sitting in your hard drive? Having studio quality drums will take your projects to the next level. Head on over to zendrummond.com to book a free consultation. Professional, multi-track drums remotely recorded for a fraction of the cost. Bring your music projects to the world with the right drums. Head on over to zendrummond.com today. Hey, we did it. <laughs> Third time's the charm, baby. There we go. What's up? Much um, attempting to put the shop together, but... Oh my God, look at those microwaves. Just going to town. All right, all right. Let's, let's, do, a, let's do a quick intro. So I am interviewing Jordan Manzanares. He's this guy. I think most of you probably follow him. Um, that is currently in this chat, and you make you make blasters, which are high-powered Nerf guns, and you have an Etsy shop where you sell them. Is that all right? Yeah. All right. Let's describe that a little bit more. So, what is a high-powered Nerf gun or a blaster? Uh, so it's imagine a target. Nerf gun, something you'd buy, something probably all played with, you know, you can take them out of the field and then give it a lot more power, like closer to like your paintball guns. Or it is so dark in here. <laughs> you can kind of see it. Hey, that's a good lighting. And so then you get something like this. And it's just, these are used for. Um, more hobbyists, we don't say bullets, we don't use any of the gun terminology because it's supposed to be fun. And if people are getting the idea that we're running around with guns in parks, that ruins the fun for everyone else. So we're trying to keep it nice. I believe it. Wait, let me, let me see that one again that you just held up. This is the most recent one. What's it called? This is the mystery. Okay. It's a, it's a bull puff. amazing on the grip. Feels like I stretch really hard, <laughs> but so this is the one that I'm. Oh, this so the grip on top of this is something I haven't released yet, but it's like the rail riser. 
uh, before, you know, I'm trying to get it stable and sturdy and take on and off. But the rest of the blaster is, you know, it's out and ready to go. Yeah, so so you you measure these in, like, feet per second, so what they actually shoot the, yeah. the dart out at, right? So what is, what is that one? Yeah, this one? This one is mine. I pulled it and spent a lot of work uh, initially, they should, this one with the spring will shoot at 260. But with this spring, this K25 spring, this one shoots at 290 right now, which is, like, I think fields usually in the paintball runs at 270, around that speed. So it's, they'll be shooting about as long as the paintball gun. Wow. Yeah. So, like, you want to see, I have, so this is the one you can get from Target. It's a slightly better spring in it. So those those are holes in that box from, from that. Yeah, so then this is the mystery. Then if you shoot. Damn. So that'll leave. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> That's so rad. Oh, see, that one didn't stop. That one, like, depending on the dart, like, see, this one stopped, but I went farther away, and this one punched through. Like, it just depends on the quality of the dart with FPS. Oh, see, this one's already torn up, and, like, bad darts. Like, that's the, you know, you have to figure out which ones are good. But for the most part, you'll shoot just about anything above 250. Yeah. <laughs> Brian says, uh, true nerf sniper. It uh, it'll yeah. This thing I think is pretty accurate to like maybe about a hundred feet. Like I could hit things about the size of a chalk bag. Like that's my I, chalk bag is for timing, but like you can even see it. I can't tell what I'm aiming at. It's hard to do both. Damn. Uh, so there's a few questions in the chat. And uh, I think it's N's arms, Ennis. Uh, tell me about the durability test. Oh yeah, so um, I haven't had the chance to try other three D printed blasters just because you know it's been busy trying to start a business. It's like it is a lot of effort. Like, yeah. I know, right? <laughs> Ground up started, like you don't have a lot of free time. <laughs> but yeah. Um, so I haven't had the chance to try the durability of other ones. One thing I really wanted to do was make sure that everything I made was super super tough, right? Like I didn't want you to be running around and then, you know, you know, sometimes you play in a nice open field, but sometimes you'll play in like tight quarters. And if you come around something and then like accidentally hit something, you come around, you turn really fast. You don't want your blaster to just you know, fall apart. So for this one, I did tests where I would put it across gaps. Like, I don't have any good gaps because this is my usual setup. I'll find something. Okay, so we're going to be putting this whole chat on the podcast as well. So currently, Jordan is just smashing that gun on stuff and trying to find other places to smash it so that those sounds you hear 
Or is that happening? And apparently, she doesn't fall apart. Somebody in the chat says nothing else. I have is as rigged as, as Manzan designs. <laughs> Which is, that's quite the compliment. You're very rigged. Yeah, it's, uh, I definitely <laughs> I try to make sure they have no flex in them. It's, yeah. It's like, you want to be able to crank these things. Like, sorry, I have a brace between my legs, but. I mean, Zendo is like, I climb, like, I've got pretty strong grips. Like, if I'm cranking it and it's not moving, it's probably not going to move. <laughs> like, especially this new one. This new one has just tons of pins all the way through it. It has, like, main supports that run through the length of it. And then each of these has multiple metal pins that keep it secured at all, at all points. So nothing's going to flex or break. Yeah. Uh, okay. Somebody says you like you like to make fake harpoon guns. Is that what it says? <laughs> oh, I didn't <laughs> oh, and then the car test. You gotta mention the car test. Oh, put a bunch of fire emojis in here. <laughs> so I don't have. That was the stamp. That's okay. the one that predates this one. That this one I based the design like for the the um, airflow system. I based it on another one I designed, which was the Scamp, which is a small pistol I made. Mm -hmm. And my Instagram, I think, at the very least on my YouTube channel, one of them will have a video of me running it over with my car. So I just laid it out on the road, ran it over my car, and then did some firing stuff with the work. Because I'm pretty sure you could take this, target one, and run it over with a car and it would just crumble. Yes. Yeah, that was uh, like the the magazine that you buy like separately that's like these are designed and they're sold. And they're like, you know, uh, what injection molded, like they're just solid. That actually broke before the blaster. Damn. Yeah. So how did, how did you get into this? Like what how did you find this? And I guess a secondary question to that is like, how did you get into designing, 3D printing? Where did this start? Uh, so I guess the very beginning would be just growing up, like taking things apart. Um, I like building things. And then I went to school for physics and engineering. And then during the pandemic, when I graduated, uh, I couldn't find work. I had nothing to do. So um, I went on employment and they sent me a check. So I bought a printer. I was like, okay, like, like let me just start this. And then I started picking up odd jobs and I was able to expand from there. I was using that printer just to make random little things for like my brother and my friends. And then I made one blaster, which was just gonna be, it was just, we wanted Nerf guns to play with, Nerf blasters to play with, and um, we decided, like, like I, I figured I can make one of these, right? You know, it's a spring and it pushes air and it shoots a little dart, and that's the basic thing. They're just potatoes. Like, at the base of it, every single blaster is a pit, and that's, no matter what shape it is, no matter what way the air flows, they're essentially the same. And so I put for me and my cousin and my brother, and I posted it on Reddit just because I was like, 
wow, look at this thing. It leaves welts. <laughs> with it. And then found out there was a whole community, really big community. And they're actually, you know, super like enthusiastic and uh, supportive. Wait, so you, uh, made, you made this first before you saw anybody else? Yeah. yeah, not not this particular one. I have one that's was pictures of it later, but it was just like a at home project. Wow. Like, and then and then you found a community for it afterwards. Yeah. Oh my and god! That, that, see, I, I didn't know that. That's that's like extra crazy. So that's where I started posting it, and then like, I had heard like some people were like talking about like Nerf. Things, you know, because like we knew you could upgrade like your Nerf guns with springs, but it wasn't like we we basically used um, like sprinkler springs initially. And my brother and I would make stuff, and then we went on and like I think the first spring I used was I don't even know something I picked up at like Home Depot. Like we, we found a sprinkler that had like a nice big compression in it, and I just took that spring out. And I put it in like a small piece of uh, polycarbonate. Tube. And then from there, I just started like I like I learned about like the brass pushers. Like I found that online. I didn't know there was like community. I was just like, oh, like someone else has done this. So I used like two layers of brass to push it through. And then once I got that working, I just started adding stuff to it. And then I found the community and started like once I realized that there were so many people involved in it, I was able to talk to people and get feedback and really start developing it. And that was the first one I made. That was the ruffian, which is like a rifle. <laughs> really long, really awkwardly long because I mean, first design, you know, no idea. Yeah. Uh, no stock. Uh, it was it's a very awkward design, but it shoots really hard. And uh, stock, it's, I, I want to say, like, with the big spring, like, without changing anything else, I think it's, I want to say, fifth or sixth right now on, like, the hardest or fastest shooting blasters that have been designed. Like, there's like a little... Really? Uh, and both of mine, the Miscreant and the Ruffian, are both in the top. And those are stock, not with extra tuning or... Those are both been ones I had to change up the spring, like right before shipping them out to a uh, like an order. Like, they were just ordered blasters that I put the new springs in just to test, got the FPS number, shot about five shots, got the average, and those are both... Yeah. <laughs> last I checked, within the last like few weeks, they were top down. But yeah. And you're still you're still designing new stuff, so you never know. You'll probably you'll probably get first, I believe it. Uh, nothing Blaster said they got into this the same way. So I guess uh, assuming back just making it and then finding it, finding your community afterwards. Uh, let's see let's see your three D printers. I wanna I I have never really seen one in person. Um. Uh, just tell me about them a little bit. Like, goes into it. How long does it take to, to actually make a blaster? And then, why do you have six or five of them? So they each. So this blaster right now takes about ninety hours to print. Nineteen or ninety? Ninety nine zero. Oh shit! So it takes a long time. I printed like really nice. Like you can see, like really high quality. Like even really close. Like, this one's all been clean because I'm not shipping it out, but, like, I try to make sure that everything works really nice. If it's it really doesn't... Clean lines. Like, it doesn't seem... You don't see any gaps on the stuff. Yeah, so see, like, this one, like, if it doesn't, like, meet, like, you know, 
my quality. Like, it needs to look nice. If it doesn't like pass, like what I just decide as like, you know, a good print, then like so, like stuff like this where it's like you see like this was printed too hot and see how it left like these weird warping engravings all over it. Yeah. So what? So what's? So do you set a temperature for each one? Or you have? Do you like dial it in like a like an easy bake oven? Yeah, so for the most part, most of the filament, like the rolls, they all print roughly the same temperature. But every once in a while, you get a filament. Like this gray was a pain, so I had to print this part three times before I could ship it out because it looked awful. Yeah, so, okay, so let's, let's just let's go back, like, starting with So you make the design, and then to set up the printer, you have these like, little rolls that are just, like, plastic, you know, some sort of, like, a... I don't know. It looks like a wire roll. Yeah, so they have, I have a bunch of colors right now. When some of these are for like custom orders, like you know, here's green. So it's just you get under the lights so you can see it. It's just a spool of plastic. And this is like the part that goes into the printer. Just this little okay. plastic wire. That's and then it gets fed into this little feeder in here, which runs it in through that tube. And that goes down to this. I don't know how to make this brighter if I can. I can see it. Wait, is that, so is that, that's making something right now. Yeah, so this is printing. Wow. <laughs> that's so cool. Like this guy's doing the same set but in orange for a different order. Okay, so you make it piece by piece for every section of it. Yeah. Do you kind of like batch them out, or you just you just make them per order? Yeah. So like I'll batch so the this one the miscreant because it was just getting too difficult. I used to do three colors where everyone could just choose whatever ones they wanted, but it was getting just way way too hard to manage it because you know with twenty orders and different things it's got too difficult so this one is now set where the black is a fixed color all the way through because for my sanity i couldn't i couldn't deal with organizing it you know i have three yeah, blasts it's, it's too much it's too much and you just it just makes sense certain parts are just certain colors yeah and especially with this with this being like a 90 hour print if i can take the 30 hours down by you know it, I can get it, return it faster, you know. Yeah. Because get it otherwise, people. Yeah. But. So, uh, yeah. What are you making right now? Like, what? What? Uh, I guess how many orders do you have? Are you just kind of making these or these tests or? Yes, yeah, so I have seven orders going out right now. Damn. So this one, this is for the miscreant. This this piece is an eleven-hour, and it's going to be this blue spot, but in purple. And then these two are for the camp. These are just sections of it, like the engineer. And, and so I don't know if you can see that any better. Yeah. But yeah, so it's just, it prints it in segments. And then, yeah. and then I put it together. Like that's what this, uh, this is another miscreant I'm working on. How many pieces go into a miscreant? 
Ooh, I yeah, think it's a print. All right, so let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one, twenty-two, twenty-three, twenty-four, twenty-five, twenty-six, twenty-six pieces. Damn. So there's twenty-six parts. Like, I'm pretty sure twenty-six. I might be missing, but yeah. That's close yeah. enough. That's cool. internal section, like, and like, and then little pieces like pusher and they and underneath, like little arms that connect things together. But then, of course, there's hardware, which is I don't even know how many pieces. A ton. <laughs> yeah, it's good on the counting. Yeah. Uh, let's talk. Let's talk business. Uh, so I just saw in your shop that you have you have sold 211 items. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, yeah it feels weird. <laughs> it feels weird. <laughs> weird place. So this is this is like happening for you, and people seem genuinely interested. Yeah, it's like it definitely comes from like the the hobby, you know. Like I don't this this none of this exists without like the enthusiasm from the community, you know. That's it's been it, it just kinda of feels something I just kinda of like fell into, you know. Like I started making it and I like the people, like posted things and people were like, This is so cool, like a meme, you know. And like they're still supporting me now. Like you know, I've definitely seen a few of them who were like first day when I posted stuff, like immediately supporting me. I like I definitely see their names in the chat, like popping around. Like definitely food here right now. Would you say most people found you on a through Reddit or how? Uh, I think initially it was Reddit, and then I learned about the community, and then I reached out to a few YouTubers like uh, Captain Xavier and Drac, uh, or Lord Dracanical. And they were both like big nerf YouTubers. And I reached out to them and was like, hey, you know, you guys want to do a uh, like review? Like, I made a thing. Like, would you just be interested in checking it out? Like, I'll just send you one for free and you guys can, you know, let me know what your thoughts are. You know, I'd love to see it. And then from there, they would, you know, post videos. And that's how like, I kind of generated it. And were they just like, hell yeah. Yeah, they're like, that was sick. You know? something to do yeah what do, they, so, what do they say about your uh about your work uh i mean so far <laughs> it's been pretty positive <laughs> so far like, nothing but good things yeah um, i guess until one falls apart which it's not gonna i think just yeah. need to run it over with the tank next and uh see how that goes yeah i did a lot of stuff which camp from about 18 feet which is better than my phone <laughs> so <laughs> that's for sure uh, uh, and Builder BB said, we are lazy. Jordan does the work for us. Pretty cool. <laughs> so do you also sell, like, just the general designs? Like, somebody else can 3D print them, or is that? Yeah. Well, I do the, I haven't put it for the miscreant yet, because I've just been, you know, I got COVID in January, and then I moved, started a new job, and I just haven't had time to make a build video, because you have to sit down and put it all together. Otherwise, people just have hard work and no idea what to do with it. Mm -hmm. I sell them as if they wanted to, they could buy it just as parts and like the hardware. 
which is in this box. This is getting low, so I have to read the hardware kit. But I will, like, I put together hardware kits and I hand make everything, right? So it's just metal heats or metal, like, bars. And I'll cut it, drill it, clean it, and do all that by hand. Same with the threaded rods. Um, same with the polygon too. Cut it all down. These I've made. It's all done by hand. I clean it up as best I can. And I package it all. And if they order just the hardware, uh, when they buy it, I'll just link them to Discord. I keep all the files. So if I change something, then you can just grab it. You know, it's not like a okay. I have to email 140 people. <laughs> it's just that one sounds, spot. That sounds good. And then I do it through Discord, like Thingiverse, because I feel like it prevents scalping, which is another big problem. And I've seen it happen to a lot of designers, and it's just we put so much work into these designs. You know, I'm not sure if people really grasp it. How no, much. wait, you're on, you're on Discord and YouTube and Reddit. I guess and, where can people find you for for well, and Etsy and Instagram. I guess where is the best place for people to find you in in those terms, or do you have a Discord for this, or is there a Discord for the Blaster community? Uh, there's a few Discords, like there's individual ones that kind of scattered around. I have my Discord, which is uh, Man's Ambitions, and that is that's a good spot to reach. Like it's you know I just kind of do little posts, updates. It's not super like aggressively like social media, but you know I'll chat with people and you know just kind of hang out. Uh, post weird random thoughts or pictures of what I'm working on because um, I don't have any pictures up of like new stuff but they've all seen it in the discord but I think the best place to like see what's going on is Instagram I'm like and then I'm trying to I'm trying to do YouTube YouTube's very hard <laughs> yeah hey well you can put this on YouTube I'll oh yeah for you yeah. That's the idea but yeah Instagram's definitely the easiest thing right now I'm going to be posting more now that I feel better now that I have recovered from COVID. And yeah, that COVID wrecked you. Dude, COVID, it's like four weeks of dying. Well, I'm but, glad you feel better. Uh, <laughs> what's, uh, what's next for the, for the business? Are you designing anything else? Kind of get into any other things or just, just trucking along, making this, uh, making this happen, getting out orders. Uh, it's a mix of getting all the orders done, uh, trying to reach out to people. I have another YouTuber, Walcom, doing a review for me. And he's reviewing the Scamp and the Miscreant. But I'm working on like a uh, pump kit for the Scamp, like a conversion kit to make it more of a like carbine style instead of just a pistol. And so he's like, once I finish that, I'm sending him a review. And then I'm also working on a lever action, uh, which will be based on the miscreant as well. So like kind of like a, like a BB gun almost? Like that for yeah. sure? Yeah, like Red Rider. Like, nice. So push a board, like Terminator, you know, any of those. Because <laughs> yeah. I want to do, this year I want to do a set. Like last year I did the Ruffian, the Scamp, and the Miscreant, which were all done last year. And then this year, I want to try to design. I don't know what the names would even begin to be, but I want to do a Winchester style, like a lever action, cowboy style. I want to do a double barrel shotgun, wake action, and I want to do a revolver. So I want to do a theme. Like that. 
<laughs> That'd be fun to do. Seems hard. I've been working on the designs. They are very difficult. I, I bet. I, I want to see a double, uh, double bear shotgun real bad. I, I, I got to get one from you at some point. Yeah. The cash flow is coming in. It, it's going to happen. Uh, I'm sure. I'm sure my girlfriend would love to see <laughs> a blaster around the house. That's going to be great. Um, I'll make her happy. Oh yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll I'll buy it for her. It's like one of those presents you get for yourself, but it's really yeah. Uh, so I I don't know if anybody out there has any questions at the current moment, but you know I can I can read if you, if you do. Uh, anything you want to say to like kind of the community that has uh, I don't know supported you or anything out to the people who have bought anything or just like kind of enjoyed your work. I mean, it's, it's always always thank you it's uh like every time I, i'm working on something you know no matter what i'm you know i've had days where i'm exhausted but it's just like i really really don't like have any of this without you guys you know like any of the support that i get is like i honestly can't it, it feels weird you know i've always believed that like crazy you know but it feels insane now like you know last May or two Mays ago, I just was like, I'm going to make something that put it on the internet. And it's, you know, gotten to the point where I own six 3D printers. And, you know, I have like a group of friends online that I can, you know, can chat with and just talk to. And there's people in the community who are just so interested in that. Like there's people here watching us. That's crazy to me. <laughs> like, yeah, there's people watching us right now. It's pretty wild. It's weird to be like, you know, there's always people like, oh, well. So, uh, Oh, Any's arms? Am I saying that right? I hope so. Ends arms. Uh, how do you get your blasters to be so durable? Like, what? You got any tricks? You got any? How did, was it just trial and error? Or was there something you were looking for during design that just maybe set yours apart? It's a mix, I think, of design, like the design itself. I I take uh, any sharp edges, I chamfer them, I make sure they're nice and curved so that there's no break point to it. Ennis. Ennis. Got it. Thank you. Ennis, yeah, cool. <laughs> and um, but I print them like the way I do it is. I always thought it was oh all about it's definitely like, you want to have thicker walls on prints. So you can see it on here. You should be able to see some of the walls. Yeah. Like. Um, something to point with. You can see like all the walls are right here. Mm -hmm. Like they're they're very thick all the way around the outside. Uh, I don't have any that are, I guess, these are supports. Like you can see how thin they can be. Like, cause you, you can print stuff very thinly and it'll print fast, right? If you do low infill, like you know, 10% infill with like one or two walls, you'll have a wall and it'll work. But, you know, realistically, if you hit it against something wrong angle or like something just jabs it with like a point, you know, that's just how things break. They don't have a lot of durability. So like rounded, rounded edges kind of was like the first thing you said. And then just making stuff thicker, which is, it's cool. It's, it's, uh, it goes into like how fast it shoots and how durable it is. It's just really the attention to detail and just trying to actually make it better. Because, you know, you can put out just the shitty target Nerf guns and 
probably really cheap to yeah. use. And then print. The print it, it's cool to just see like the 1% better you're doing on everything actually does affect it. You're not just uh, not a shot in the dark. Yeah. Uh, pack. What? Pack with Henry. Pack uh, with Henry. I think I'm hoping that saying that right. This is this is the fun part. Just like uh, pronouncing Nate. people's names on Instagram. We'll get better at it. Uh, have you always been into creating stuff? You kind of mentioned yeah. that earlier. I uh, definitely have. Uh, I think I don't even know. Legos, of course. Uh, even that was your jam. Like I loved Legos. Lego. Did you have a favorite stuff. Lego set or a memorable Lego set from back in the day? Uh, it was always. It was always, I built it, and then it would break immediately, and we'd build something else. <laughs> it was that was so your sad. first idea for the for the blaster design. You're like, I'm going to try to make it not break. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's exactly. There's needs to not, like, I mean, I'm not the most, how would I say it? I'm pretty clumsy, so just about everything I own has been dropped at some point, so I figured... I'm gonna make something that has to be able to survive me. And I've dropped Legos, I've dropped projects. Um, I made, well, that was a safety, was another big one. Because I have a tendency to make things and then just be really happy with them. I made a uh, Assassin's Creed like hidden blade that you could like launch by flicking your wrist back. And I was uh, demonstrating it to our buddy Ben. And this was like the beginning of high school. I was like trying to get it to work and it just wasn't working. And I flicked it like this. And I shot it through my lip. <laughs> and oh my God. I just remember Ben's face. It's horrifying. <laughs> He's like, you dumbass. <laughs> uh, that's, that's great. I, I freaking love that. Yeah, um, I was like, no, God. Yeah. Well, uh, I think we should. I think we should uh, start wrapping this up. This has been so cool. I'm, I'm glad that everybody's uh, out there. I give myself a shout out now. This is uh, my name is Zen Perry, and I do Breaking North podcast, where I interview creators, characters, people who are starting small businesses, and uh, just like to hear crazy stories. Like somebody who, my friend who designs uh, blasters, for example. And uh, so if you're interested in that, this is going to be on the podcast. So I'm going to throw this right out there. And if you're interested in checking out Instagram and all that stuff, you know, Breaking North Podcast, you can find me everywhere. Jordan, give, give me the rundown. Where can people find you? How can people buy your shit? Uh, everything is Man's Man Designs. So on this Instagram, the name is, you'll find it on Facebook through Etsy, um, Instagram. Uh, I can post a link in my Instagram for the Discord. Yeah. You you However, it works. If you're just like kind of casually kind of looking by it, check out the definitely check out the Instagram. Um, if you don't have Instagram, Facebook works. I'm very or Metaverse or whatever it is now. <laughs> I'm very rarely on it, so it's really hard to keep in contact. But forget about it. See, we'll have, we'll have a blaster fight in the metaverse. That sounds really fun. That'd be honestly, I got to do that. Yeah, hey, NS uh, NS Arms put uh, Etsy.com for you. Oh, perfect. Yeah, so people check that out. This has been super fun. I would love to yeah. uh, when you get your next designs out. Maybe we'll do another one of uh, 
all your people are interested. Oh, Mackenzie, super sorry, we're leaving now. <laughs> uh, well, cool, everybody. Thanks. This is Breaking North Podcast. If you want to check that out later, Jordan, I'll talk, talk to you real soon. Yeah, talk to you soon, man. If you enjoyed the show, consider becoming a patron on patreon.com. Early access to episodes, bonus interviews, and much more. Head to patreon.com slash breaking north. That's patreon.com slash breaking north. There is not a person out there that wouldn't like to learn to play the drums. Learn to play the drums from a working professional over Zoom. It's never been easier to book an affordable lesson than going to zendrummond.com. From seasoned professionals to those who haven't made the leap to buying their first kit. Learn to play your favorite music. Head on over to zendrummond.com to book a free consultation and two discounted intro lessons. Life is a hell of a lot more fun when you play some drums. Would you like to see more stories of artists, creators, and characters that we love? Sign up for the Breaking North newsletter. To sign up, click the link in the show notes. Be sure to like, subscribe, and leave a review if you like the show. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode of the Zen Prayer Project. Make sure to follow the Zen Prayer Project on Instagram. Leave us a review for any of the episodes that you liked. And consider sharing this with a friend that might be interested in this sort of show. We'll see you next time.